0: start your day right with the Lord. Um, thank you, Brother Toba, for leading us in that time of prayer, for bringing your supply, and for helping each and every one of us also to bring our supply this morning. We know that we have a confidence that if we can get God to hear us, that's if we can have audience with God, then we know we have the petitions that we have desired of him. And so we know that our prayers are answered this morning in Jesus' name. Um, this morning I'd like to share with us, um, briefly, the topic I'd like to title uh, relationships and our prosperity, relationships and our prosperity. And, uh, I would want to read a couple of verses of scripture to lay a foundation for what we'll be sharing this morning. And um, I trust that uh, we'll be blessed by God's word in the name of Jesus. Let's turn in our Bibles to um, Genesis chapter 12. and This is um, God's encounter with Abraham. And God said to him some specific things, and I would like to reiterate them. It says, now the Lord had said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I will show thee. I will make thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Glory to God. Turn also to the book of, Abraham, um, of uh, Genesis chapter 13. And uh, it's quite an extensive read, but it's good that we read it so that we have a foundation for what we'll be talking about. But I'll try to read very quickly. Chapter 13. And Abraham went up out of Egypt. He and his wife, and all that he had, and lot with him, unto the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. And he went on his journey from the south, even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hai, unto the place of the altar, which he had made there at the first, and there Abram called on the name of the Lord, and Lot also went with him, with, uh, with him had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together. For their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the headmen of Abram's cattle, and the men of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanites and Perizzites dwelleth, dwelt then in the land. And Abraham said to Lot, let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdsmen and thy herdsmen. For we be brethren, is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if thou Depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, and it was well watered everywhere, before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zohar. Then Lot chose all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east and they separated themselves the one from the other abraham dwelt in the land of canaan and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent towards sodom and the men of sodom were wicked and sinners before the lord exceedingly and the lord said unto abraham after that lot was separated from him lift up thine eyes and look from the place when thou art northwards and southwards and eastwards and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land, in the length of it and in the breadth of it for i will give it unto thee and abraham removed this tent and came and dwelt in the plain of mamre which is in hebron and built there an altar unto the lord amen relationships and our prosperity uh we see a very interesting scenario uh, played out in in the scriptures that I've just read to you in in Genesis chapter 12 this was a uh, God's encounter with Abraham which eventually became Abraham and God told him some specific things God told him that he would bless him God told him he would be a great nation and um, and he said he would be a blessing in fact God even said that anyone who curses him will be cursed it was it was a profound proclamation of God upon his life and clearly there was something divine there was something supernatural about the prosperity of Abraham um note that Abraham or Abraham before he was called out of his family, was not a poor man, under any metric or under any, in any respect, Abraham was quite wealthy even in those days, and he was instructed by God to leave everything he knew, everything he had built, and to follow an instruction. You know, sometimes when we read these things in Bible. It just looks like uh, <laughs> uh, they just look like stories that are sweet, but many people do not look at the implication of of what is read. You can imagine someone just coming to you, someone out of the blues who doesn't know you, you've never heard before, you've never seen his track record or his antecedents, just tells you leave everything you've known, leave all the prosperity that you've acquired, all the relationships you've built, all the influence that you will, and just tells you to go to a place that he will show you. <laughs> it's 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 not a funny scenario. I tell you, it's it's not it's not beans, if you permit me to say that. And Abraham obeyed. So you can understand why God was so 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 overwhelmed by the faith of Abraham. And the only thing that proceeded out of the heart of God and his mouth had to be some generational blessing that uh, even we are partakers of even till today. And so uh, Abraham, by faith, listened to God, obeyed God, and he got the, the reward of obedience and faith in God. He was blessed. But something interesting I like to show us, you know, in this uh, scenario. Remember, we're talking about relationships and our prosperity. But I, I I took note of something. I took note of the fact that that lot from verse 5, it says a lot also which went with Abraham. The Bible says had flock and herds and tents. Glory to His name, you know. I could, we could see from from Genesis chapter twelve that God blessed Abraham, or Abraham. But in verse thirteen, the Bible says that Lot went with Abraham, and see the consequence. He said he had flocks, he had herds, he had tents. Lot became so blessed that after a while, because of the expansion and the growth of the cattle and the herds and everything, his own herdsmen and that of Lot, I mean, Abraham's herdsmen and that of Lot became so large that there, there had to be a contestation for the land and the resources of the land. And it brought strife, It brought constant constant uh, conflict (laughs) you know you you can imagine that level of of growth you can imagine that level of prosperity that would make two family members start to have issues and it was because of the growth so clearly lot was an extremely blessed man also but i look at it and and i say to myself Genesis chapter 12 spoke about Abraham being blessed. There was nothing in Genesis chapter 12 that said anything about Lot being blessed. And it's safe to, to uh, assume or it's safe to, to imply or to or to conclude that clearly the blessing of Lot was definitely tied. To his relationship with Abraham, I have no doubt in my mind. I have no doubt in my heart about that. He, he, he was he had cattle, he had flock, but he journeyed with Abraham, and Abraham, and his influence or the the relationship he had with Abraham somehow rubbed off on his ability to become a prosperous person, to the point where he became so large. That they started having issues, and Abraham, you know, for for want of 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 um, not having any conflict with his family members, had to come to a particular point, a particular juncture where he had to say, "Guy, let's come and discuss. This conflict is becoming too much. Maybe you might have to move, go your own way, I go my way." He made a proposition, and then he gave Lot the option. And Lot made a decision, chose what appeared to be good. But guess what? I observed that the moment Lot was given the opportunity to separate from Abraham or Abraham, he realized, you realize from the verses of scripture, that the first major wrong decision that had an impact on his destiny was made. Wow. (laughs) Because, yes, he chose what appeared to be right. He chose what appeared to be good. But guess what? He decided to pitch his tent close to Sodom and Gomorrah. Wow. And we all know how all of that played out, you know, because at the end, how how you will know clearly that whatever prosperity that man had was tied to his uncle, uh, uh, Abraham, was the fact that when he separated and made his own choices, you could see that clearly his life went downwards. There was this downward spiral. Even though all of the trappings, all of the, 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 the physical attributes that should make someone prosper, the land looked more prosperous it looked more water it looked like the potential for prosperity was there but it made a mistake in relationship or something well let's not even call it a mistake because it was a necessity there was something that had to happen that uh, that ensure that that relationship had to be truncated you how be temporarily and there was an there was an automatic outcome and that outcome was not a good one for lot Glory to his name. So where am I going with this conversation? There are actually some relationships that we have in our lives that whether we like it or not, we just need to protect them by covenant. Glory to his name. There are some relationships that may not not appear palatable. Sometimes you may even sense that maybe... The person is even uh, using you or taking advantage of you or for a season or for a particular dispensation. You just know your destiny is tied around or tied to those persons or those personalities. Glory to his name. You see, folks, I'm not teaching man worship. I'm not teaching human worship. I'm not teaching here this morning, the elevation of men above God. But I must say with all authoritativeness that even God appears to have instituted a system that operates in this cosmos where men clearly are important. And you cannot wish it that way. When it comes to financial blessings, when it comes to material acquisitions, when it comes to prosperity here on earth, (laughs) folks, it's tied to men. Glory to his name. See, the Bible says in Psalms, Psalms 115, 115 and in verse 6, I want to read it to you. Psalms 115, um, Let me, it's 16, sorry. It says, the heavens, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth hath He given to the children of men. I don't know why. I don't understand it, but clearly, when it comes to this cosmos, the operation of the world system, men are extremely important. Men are key. There's absolutely nothing that you want to accomplish or achieve that you just find out that the role of men will not be important. And it is important for one to to understand this, to come to terms with it, and to not fight it. Don't wrestle against it. And when I'm talking about men, I'm not talking about only believers or Christians. I'm talking about the influence of all categories of men, all types of men, okay? So there there are some times that you have the influence of your parents, the influence of your colleagues, the influence of your subordinates. And there are certain categories of men who operate here on Earth, which Bible scholars conveniently refer to as gatekeepers. Who are gatekeepers? These are people who speak in the gates. These are people who, whether you like it or not, whether you, you like what they believe or who they serve, are people that control the setting, the operations of certain systems here on earth. And sometimes in order to make progress in life, you need to get a buy-in into, into, or they need to buy in into your dreams, your future, your, your aspirations. As a matter of fact, God, you know, you know, sometimes we have to believe God to influence these people so that certain doors in our lives will open. Because I tell you, if those people are not influenced by God's spirit or by angelic activity, you will just be where you are and just be stagnated and you will not move further. There are certain areas of business and certain industries that you cannot play without the say of certain gatekeepers. And the earlier everyone recognizes this, and understands that this is how the system of the world operates and then we take advantage of our spiritual and uh, kingdom arsenals to to positively manipulate these structures so that they work for us. You will just be where you are, running around in circles, compassing about a mountain and at the end of the day, you will not move forward into what God wants you to move forward into. So I said all of that to say, people are key people are important now i took note of something when you read the the book of hebrews you know hebrews chapter 7 because this is a, a story that recounts um abraham's encounter with melchizedek and i want to read something to you from from uh, the i want to read it from the passion translation And it makes an interesting read. Hebrews chapter 7, and I want to read from verse 6 and 7. Very, very sweet to read. (laughs) It says, but Melchizedek was not Abraham's Jewish relative, and yet Abraham still paid him a tithe. Melchizedek imparted a blessing on mighty Abraham, who had received the promises of God. And no one could deny the fact that one, Who has the power to impart a blessing is superior to the one who receives it. Glory to God. The KJV says that the least is blessed of the the better, something like that. (laughs) I I saw something very interesting there. I thought uh, Abraham was already blessed of God. I thought Abraham, God had made an irrevocable proclamation upon Abraham such that you could expect that naturally without any influence of any man abraham would be blessed and will be manifesting blessings but something happened with abraham abraham had gone to a war and out of a desire to honor god for for his help in winning that war of his own volition he gave a tenth of everything that had come to him and he offered it through the priest Melchizedek and see something very interesting that the Bible says. The Bible says in verse 6 that Melchizedek was was not Abraham's Jewish relative and yet Abraham still paid him a tithe. Melchizedek imparted a blessing on mighty Abraham. Wow. He imparted a blessing. I thought the guy had received the promise of God. Why did a man need to impart a blessing upon a man who was already blessed by God? (laughs) Glory to God. I I really felt that that was an interesting thing. How come it still required a man to impart a blessing upon a man who was blessed? You know, the Bible tells us that we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Glory to God. But I dare say there are some times that you require a man to, so to speak, uh, speak and reiterate those blessings so that there's an activation of what God has already deposited on your inside. I'm telling you, even when it comes to spiritual matters, I've looked at everybody that has been called of God. You know, you know, God anoints us now to do the work. Why is it that you still require that people be brought, you know, before the people and hands laid on them and people commissioned? I can understand that you can commission people before the people that are going to be led so that they can see the person as their new leader. But there's a spiritual dimension to it where a man lays his hands upon someone and releases that person into the fulfillment of his destiny here on earth. So I'm saying that whether we like it or not, we need to understand that relationships are important. And the way you take advantage of the relationships that God has brought into our lives is by the key of honor. We need to honor the relationships that God has brought into our lives. I tell you, some people, you know, move away from a covenant or required relationship prematurely while some other people linger much longer than they should in a relationship before it is time for them to move on what i'm saying is that relationships are important and whether or not you're meant to stay and partake of that relationship and benefit from it can affect your prosperity and then there are some relationships you are supposed to see there, you know, at the right time, which also has an impact on whether you move forward or not. Glory to his name. Lot, for whatever reason, had to, his relationship had to be severed from Abraham. And there were dire consequences for him. But interestingly, God showed me something interesting in that same Genesis chapter 13. Do you realize that even Abraham, Even Abraham himself, after Lot had moved on from him, it appeared to me like the the, the instructions or the blessings that God, or the plans that God had for him, had a better definition. After Lot left, glory to God. it, it, It seemed like there was more specificity in the instructions that God gave to him. Immediately, the distraction of Lot was severed from his life. What am I saying? That there are actually some relationships for your own sake that has to be cut off in order for you to be able to embrace the fullness of God's prosperity and plans for us. Glory to his name. See in verse 14 of Genesis chapter 13, verse 14. It says, And the Lord said to Abraham, After that Lot was separated from him. Why did he emphasize after that Lot was separated from him? And then he now began to tell him, lift up your eyes. Look from the place that thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. He talked about how we will give him the land and he will give his seed the land. And that they will be numbering like the dust of the earth. Notice that whatever thing God has spoken to him about blessing, just talk to him about material acquisition, about him being blessed. And... Anybody who blesses him will be blessed. Anybody who curses him will be cursed. There was no mention, so to speak, about his his, uh, generations to come. But see, after Lot left the space, God began talking to him about generations. God began talking to him about his influence upon nations. God began talking to him about how that not only will he have material acquisitions, but he will be an influential person in determining the destinies of nations, and a new race. That new race is the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God! You see that he took, it took God having to separate him from an, from a liability of a relationship, before he could get into the fullness of the plans of God for his life. What am I sharing with us this morning? Let's. Let's not joke with the relationships that God has brought into our lives. Let's value those relationships. Let's treat those relationships like, like it really means something. There are some relationships you must protect by covenant. See, for instance, the one who speaks over your life, your pastors, okay, your father, your biological parents. You know, remember the Bible talks about the blessings. that that comes from honoring your father and your mother. It talks about, he says, you'll be blessed, you live long and you will be blessed in the land of the living. So some people feel they've gotten to know God so much, they know God's word so much, and their parents who do not know much of the, the mysteries of God, they just think they can just talk to them anyhow and just behave in a very dishonorable way towards them. I want to tell you, you're plotting downfall by doing things like that what about pastors what about the people that God has put as leaders what about your boss at work what about your colleagues even some subordinates the gates man that works in your office treat every relationship with dignity with respect with honor because in this cosmos God blesses men yes by his pronouncement over their lives But it seems to me that the activation of certain dimensions and certain operations of financial prosperity and movement and progress in life, is tied to our relationships with certain people. And we must be discerning to recognize those relationships and to treat them with a level of respect and the level of reverence that it requires. I trust that the Lord has... has has shared some things to us this morning that are profound. May He open our eyes to understand the relationships that He has brought into our lives and may He give us the grace to treat them in the way that is fitting so that that which God intends for us to benefit in this season of our lives, we may walk in it and prosper adequately and extensively. Um, Thank you so much for staying with me this morning money and I want to trust that we'll have a fantastic day today. Bye Bye everybody.